As you're listening to Checkpoint on RNZ National, it is time for the business news. Ko taku hua in INA, called Giles Beckford, live from Wellington. Giles, the Financial Markets Authority, it's had a couple of wins in court. What are the cases? It has. One of them is a firm called Oceania Natural. It was a honey products exporter. Uh, it was in the, in the baby stock exchange board when it existed back in the mid uh, 2016 or thereabouts. Um, it didn't last very long, would be fair to say. Uh, it always struggled. It was a minnow. The FMA, in the end, started investigating. I think there was a little bit of suspicion as to what was going on here. And uh, they noted, uh, in the end, they found evidence that uh, senior executives, the chairman, the chief executive, um, and uh, senior sales manager, were manipulating the company's share price, or trying to manipulate it. They were trying to give the appearance that uh, there was quite a bit of trading in the company's shares, uh, that it was undervalued, so they were trying to push those prices up for the, sh- for the shares. Uh, it didn't, it didn't work out. They were using false identities, but an investigation showed that, in fact, it was these executive people who were trying to uh, bolster it. So from that point of view, uh, they were deemed to uh, have breached financial market rules. They also hadn't disclosed that they'd been trading in the company's shares as they should have done. Now, the FMAs take, took a civil case, not a criminal case, but a civil case. Today, finally, the... Uh, Penalties were announced, and the top two people in there uh, have been pinged between them nearly $2.1 million, $1.3 million uh, for the chief executive or the former chief executive, and about three-quarters of a million dollars for the sales manager. And they're the biggest uh, fines, penalties imposed by the court. And it comes down to basically the FMA saying you have to be able to trust the integrity of the markets. That's why we took the action. We can't have people trying to fiddle them uh, and manipulate prices, and we need to have full disclosure. From that point of view, it's a big win for them, although we have yet to see the full uh, reasoning from the judge uh, for the level of penalties. But that's one on the board for the FMA. The second one is a tangled web of forestry groups, uh, forestry companies, uh, which were grouped together in a firm called Forestlands. Now, this goes back to, once again, the mid-20-teens. There were 18 forest companies, all investment properties, you would say, in the forestry sense, grouped together under the uh, title of Forestlands. One person founded it. One person was the director, and that was a man called Rowan Kern. Uh, Kearns, I should say. The FMA had been pursuing that. They were on the sidelines for a while, but the investors in these companies uh, got very antsy. The forests were sold. They didn't see the money. There were no financial records being posted there to be able to show the performance uh, and the return. The FMA stepped in. It took criminal action. Uh, In this case, uh, some time ago, it put a ring around $18 million of the proceeds from the forest sales to make sure that they didn't get wasted or lost. Um, Today, uh, or sorry, sorry, yesterday, uh, the district court in Nelson imposed community detention on Mr. Kearns uh, and community work and a curfew as well. So there's another one on the board for the FMA. It signals that the FMA finally is saying, 
will we'll wield the big stick. Right? We're past education. We're now firmly in enforcement. Uh, and from that point of view, financial consumers might take a little bit of heart from that. Giles, this Westpac report that says tourism industry, while needs to get smarter and doesn't necessarily have to chase the top end of the market, well, that kind of flies in the face of what, you know, the past couple of tourism ministers have been going on about, doesn't it? Isn't that funny? It just, you know, I mean, I think Stuart Nash was uh, one who espoused the view that we should be going for value and not for volume. Uh, you know, we want the top end of the market and perhaps we need fewer backpackers. Although I suppose uh, there'd be quite a few businesses now pleased to see backpackers in the country. The point made by uh, Paul Clark, who is the author of the report, is basically, on the one hand, you know, the low-hanging fruit from the COVID recovery will soon be gone and it will be tougher to make progress. And you can't just think that we're just going to repeat what we used to do. So they've got to get smarter. People have got to spot the trends. They've got to be able to use the uh, tools available to make changes, uh, be ahead of the competition. So that's one side of the report. But I tossed him a question saying, well, what about, you know, this? let's chase the top dollar? And he says, well, the market is, is what it is. First of all, there are lots of different people out there. For a lot of people, coming to New Zealand is their top dollar spend. Uh, and perhaps we should uh, acknowledge that. So he sees real. Uh, he says you've got to treat the market from the top to the bottom. Yes, chase the the, the rich uh, and the famous if you want, but you know, don't turn your back on the backpackers. Don't turn your back on the budget travellers or the ones who are just here for a week in a camper van because they're just as valuable. They're still earning as money. They're helping the economy. They're helping businesses. Very interesting. What have you got for us from the markets? I think the market was, share market was having a duvet day. It didn't really want to move anywhere. Uh, it's ended up eight points, 11,940. It's been pretty slim pickings all week, to be honest. On the currency front, 62.2 US cents, 91.8 Australian. Thank you, Giles. Giles Beckford there, live from Wellington with our business news. Text messages from Lauren Dickerson.